Welcome back for season three of the Cougar Sports Show following the University of Sioux Falls Athletics Department. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and every week I get to talk with USF coaches and student athletes to get an inside scoop on all things Cougar sports. John Hart was named the sixth full-time athletic director of intercollegiate sports here at USF in October of 2023, and he recently began his duties in January of 2024. So we're excited today to get to sit down and talk with him during this episode. John, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so before you accepted this position, you served as the athletic director of Dakota Wesleyan for seven years. Can we kind of talk about your time there? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Dakota Wesleyan was uh, uh, definitely a special place for me and my family. Um, still is, obviously, but I spent a lot of time there. You know, I was I was there seven years as athletic director. Four years prior to that, I was the associate AD. So, you know, I was there probably 11 years as a staff member. And then even prior to that, I was a student athlete there, you know, for four years and um, got my undergrad from Dakota Wesleyan um, and my master's. So in a lot of ways, I was there for, you know, half my life, you know, 15 years. And then um, I grew up in Alexandria, South Dakota, which is just 15 miles from Mitchell. Um, so, you know, being around that area, it was was basically the only things I really ever known, you know, and uh, but Coda Wesleyan is a special place for me. Got a lot of really cool things done there, I feel like, during during my period of time as a staff member. You know, we grew in a lot of ways with our, with our student-athlete population. You know, we won some championships conference-wide, um, national titles, did a lot of really cool facility renovations and additions. So there's a lot to be proud of there um, overall, but I think that the thing that that I was probably most proud of was just kind of the the culture um, that we had and built within our athletic department that extended into the Mitchell community. Um, just a lot of really good people working on campus, a lot of great student athletes, um, and just some really, really awesome community members that made my life really easy. You know, corporate sponsorships went really, really well. Our booster clubs went really well. So we just had a lot of support and a lot of great people um, that got some really cool things done. Sure. Looking at your time as a student there, did you envision yourself as an athletic director in the future or what was your career goal? Yeah. So coming in there my freshman year, I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I was a business major, um, which was pretty broad, right? And you Mm -hmm. weren't really sure coming in what I wanted to do with that. It was a really interesting story. You know, my dad was retired when I started in college. And by my sophomore year, my dad was kind of helping out with some fundraising things on campus um, at Dakota Wesleyan. And at that time, they had asked him to be on the search committee for the next athletic director there because they didn't have an AD. And uh, long story short, they, they got through their, their search process for an AD, and, and the committee actually turned the table on my dad and asked him to be the AD. <laughs> and so once he was named athletic director there, I really took an interest to kind of what he was doing on a daily basis, you know, kind of popping into the office and doing some internship stuff with him, our assistant AD at that time, and then like our sports information director, uh, really kind of grew a, a love for, you know, being around student athletes and being around coaches and just being around a competitive environment. So I think that once he took that AD job at Dakota Wesleyan, I think that really honed in um, what I wanted to do. And then from there, I kind of changed my major a little bit to sports management and uh, the rest was kind of history, really. Sure. So you had said that you spent half of your life at DWU. What drew you to USF? Yeah, I think the biggest thing was family. Uh, You know, a lot of people didn't know this, but my wife had been working in Sioux Falls for like five, six years. And so she had been commuting from Mitchell to Sioux Falls for that period of time. And, you know, we had three littles at home. We got 
two twin girls that are three and then our youngest is one and that just got to be a grind right you know mm-hmm. so you know and then we had a tough winter last year and so my wife and I got to really talking I'm like hey you know I think that moving to Sioux Falls is going to be the play here and simultaneously coincidentally the University of Sioux Falls AD job opened up and and had a conversation with Bradfield shortly after um, it did open up and kind of the rest was history there too you know things really fell into place it was not an easy decision to leave Dakota Wesleyan just because I said like I said that's kind of all I've ever known and I built a home there and and you know have a lot of family and ties to the Mitchell area but ultimately it was a great move for our family and then as time went on you know in the interview process and getting to know the staff and the students here um, just felt like it checked a lot of the boxes and and felt like a really good fit. Through the interview process what was kind of your main vision or goal that you kind of pitched for USF? Very good question you know just overall from a pretty broad perspective. I just really felt like and still feel the same that, you know, University of Sioux Falls, specifically the athletic department, has a lot of potential and a lot of upside, right? Uh, There's no reason um, that we can't be one of the premier Division II athletic departments in the country, you know, and I feel like we have a lot of the tools, we have a lot of the right pieces um, in order to do that. And being in a, a really big community, a big supportive community, I think that you know, just the opportunities are endless there. So really having that mindset coming in and then from there, hopefully developing our programs to where we're resourced really well in order to do that. But I just ultimately, I feel like, you know, we could be the best division two athletic department in the country. You know, we compete in a tremendous conference. You know, if we're competing at a high level in our league, we're going to be competing at a high level nationally. Um, so I think there's just there's, there's just so much upside there and there's so much potential there. Um, so that's kind of my overall vision is to just get us to that point. But that comes with really, really hitting the fundraising trail, you know, and, and making some things happen from a resource perspective that enhances our facilities, that enhances our budgets, that enhances our booster clubs and sponsorships and partnerships. So that, that's going to be a huge area of emphasis for me in order to get to where we want to be. Can you share any ideas of what you have for for fundraising and stuff like that? Yeah, I think, you know, just generalistically, I think one, you know, here on campus and at our South Complex, there's a lot of opportunity, right? Um, You know, at the Stewart Center specifically, we're a little bit limited on space because things are pretty tight around campus right now. So, you know, if you're if you're looking at expanding that, you know, there's there's you're you're a little bit limited. But I do feel like we got some pretty cool things um, that we're looking at there in order to enhance the Stewart Center. And that's not something that's just going to impact one or two sports. I want it to impact all 18 that we have on our campus. And the same goes for the South Complex. You know, we have some uh, a lot of opportunity to grow out there. We have a lot of opportunity to um, enhance just our current facilities that we do have um, and make them better, you know, from an appearance perspective and just, you know, some general maintenance stuff that I feel like will really go a long way. And then, yeah, like the big picture grand scheme of things, like, yeah, we want to we want to try to get some you know, new turf and some areas. We want to make sure that we're taking care of our teams from a locker room perspective and an amenities perspective. So there's a lot of things that need to be done. Um, it's not going to happen overnight, but my goal is to kind of just chip away at that, you know, every day and, and create some relationships and for, for us to hopefully see that opportunity come sooner than later. But I think everybody knows that, you know, there's some need there from a facilities perspective and just a resource perspective. So those are kind of some of my, you know, short-term goals for sure. 
I know I might be a little bit biased because I'm on the soccer team, but yeah. I had heard that you did a lot for softball and soccer at DWU. Do you have any goals for specific programs here at USF? Yeah, I, I think, again, I could probably break each one down and say, hey, there's something that we need to focus on. But overall, I think that for sure, every one of our sports, I could say that, you know, there's something that we need and, and there needs to be some resource enhancements. And that's my goal, right? I don't want to just hone in on one or two sports and say, hey, this is my area of focus. I think that, you know, you got to have a broader outlook when it comes to that, that benefits really everybody. So in everything that we do from a facility perspective, you know, when we're talking about like, hey, renovations out at the South Complex or renovations here at the Stewart Center, we need to be asking, well, not only how does this benefit, you know, football, basketball, but how does this benefit everybody? And so um, I think it's important when we're having these facility discussions to really dive deep into the programming of how this impacts everybody and not just one or two specific sports. But yeah, um, we did some really good things at Dakota Wesleyan. And I, I think that we had that mindset from, from the tip was just like, hey, this, this not only should impact like our high generating revenue sports, but it needs to impact everybody. Going back to DWU, obviously it's an NAIA, so it's kind of a different level of competition. How do you feel like that job prepared you to step into the NCAA? Yeah, I think that, and that's a that's a very good question. I think that the biggest thing for me, and and I got that question a lot in my interview process, right? Just the transition and the leap from NAI to Division Two, but I felt like from an AD perspective, a lot of the AD skills are super transferable, right? I mean, at the end of the day, it's it comes down to being a people person, you know, and and really getting out and knowing how to work with people. Um, not only internal, but external. So I, I really sold myself on that a little bit. It's just as far as, hey, I have a lot of history in managing high-level personnel, you know, and, and some great coaches, um, whether it's good conversations or bad. And then also um, having those relationships with your external stake- stakeholders as well, you know, like your corporate sponsors and, and those kind of folks. And that's really what the big picture AD skills come down to is just really working well with coaches, working well with student athletes and working well with people, you know, and so I had a lot of confidence in that. Um, But uh, again, I don't have everything figured out either. You know, there's a lot of things that you learn on a daily basis, you know, and then there's 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 some major differences when it comes to like the compliance portion of of NAI versus Division Two. So um, there's that's probably the biggest learning curve in all this for me is just learning kind of some of the compliance stuff and the rule books of what you can and can't do versus um, NAI schools. But overall, I don't have a lot of concerns there, and I feel like there's a lot of things that are very very similar to you know working at a small private college. Sure, and looking at your role as head AD, we have obviously director of compliance, director of communications, internal ops, external ops. What are your main jobs as yeah. the head AD? Yeah, my main things would be one, you know, making sure that we're, we got a good staff around us, right? So um, hiring coaches and hiring staff, like I feel like that's a huge priority. And then again, the relationship side of it, you know, external relationships are huge. So managing like our corporate partners and managing our booster club, I feel like those are um, some big picture things. And then ultimately advocating for our student athletes. You know, I want to be here for our student athletes. I want to um, know them on a on a name to name basis and and have relationships with them. Um, you know, know their backgrounds, know where they're from, know what sport they're involved in. You know, get to know their family, 
families. So, so those I feel like are the main priorities for me. I mean, uh, I think that if you're doing those things really well, a lot of good things are going to come from it. And like as you touched on, you know, I got a, a good, a good, I got a good support staff around me um, from an assistant AD perspective that can really dive into the weeds on paperwork and you know the budget and those kind of things. But overarching wise, yeah, like I said, managing personnel. Um, you know, having great relationships with our student athletes and then having great relationships with our external stakeholders. Great. Yeah. Can you think of anything else that we haven't touched on? Uh, not necessarily. I'm just super excited. I've been uh, in the position now or in the chair now for a little over a month, month and a half, and uh, it's gone really well, you know, and, and we've dove right in. You know, once I started after 1st of January, we've had a lot of cool events happen and take place, you know, um, and then, yeah, there's just a lot of um, good buzz, I feel like, around the community and around our athletics department that we really want to capitalize on, and uh, it's been fun to dive into some new stuff. Like, uh, I came from Dakota Wesleyan where we didn't have swim, we didn't have tennis. So jumping right into like the NSIC swim tournament, um, or the swim championships, that was awesome. Uh, an awesome experience. And we had some great help, including you guys that helped us out with some of those things that made it happen. But, um, it's just been really, really fun so far. And I just want to thank the, the, the Sioux Falls community and the campus community for being super welcoming to me and my family, because it's been a great adjustment so far. And, and, uh, I'm looking forward to everything ahead. Awesome. John, thank you so much for coming on today. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Cougar Sports Show. You can listen anytime on Spotify with new episodes dropping every Thursday. I'm your host, Abby Whittington, and I'll see you next week.